Welcome to The Hot Seat, a sheer therapy podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Pam, and I'll be joining you every week alongside my girls, Denise and Cousin Dan. Every episode, we'll be having real conversations, including the good, the bad, and yes, even the ugly. Although we are three women in different stages of our lives, one single, one married, and one divorced, we can still share our experiences together with love, faith, and a glass of wine in hand, of course. We know you're going to enjoy listening in and riding along this journey we call life with us together. Listen in as we talk, as we get real, and as we get raw. Here we are. Sheer Therapy. Okay, welcome back to another episode of The Hot Seat. Pam over here. Dan. Dan, we do this, <laughs> this all the time. This happens every time. Every time. You know, and I paused for you. I paused to give you a moment to do it. And, you know, I don't know. We're going to get this though. I'm over you guys. <laughs> and I paused for you. No. So if you hear a little humming in the background today, we are in a backyard where the pool pump is going because, you know, Big Sis is uh, moved into an oasis paradise, but pool pumps make noise. So that's what it is. But today we're going to be talking about moving into the new normal and what anxieties come with that. So if you're listening to this in the future, there was something called COVID-19 that locked us all down. And we're at about a year and a half now where you can't really do anything quote unquote normal. You can't see friends, have parties. You can't go to bars. You can't go to restaurants. You can't get your hair done, but you can go to Costco. So, and if you're listening to this now, we're going to be talking about going into the new normal. And if Doug Ford extends that, I'm so sorry, but we're still talking about it because we're being present in the moment right now. Yeah. Being present. Mm -hmm. So everybody's talking about having anxiety about going back into the world and what that looks like. So even for the three of us, I think that looks very different. Um, Danielle, I don't know if you want to talk about how you're feeling anxious towards it and how and why, and then we can all kind of take our turns and get it out. Um, I'm not feeling too anxious. So I did get the vaccine, the first dose. Um, not sure how effective it is. I obviously we won't know until, um, you know, we go unprotected and, if we don't catch it, then I guess we know it works, but I'm going to have faith in it. Um, so I'm feeling a little more comfortable with the summer coming, um, mixing and mingling more and being social still kind of carefully for now till time passes. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't say I'm anxious only because of the whole vaccine thing, but I will cautiously ease back in. Um, but I am looking forward to doing more in the summer and seeing like people more than I have been. So I'm excited about that. And I think it's good for the mental health too, because this year, especially if you kind of were anxious, you kind of 
felt a little more disconnected to people close to you because you don't have that regular routine with them and stuff like that that you used to have. So I'm excited for that. Um, pardon? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was picking popcorn out of my teeth. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I'm not going to get about that. Um, I don't know what's making if I, I don't know what my reservation is. I think so not feeling anxious, but super excited to do normal things again with everyone. But my only anxiety is like, I, I, I'm worried that none of us have learned a lesson this year and that we're just going to go back to the shit show. So like, you know how we were all humbled really briefly at the beginning, like, okay, you know, I'm really going to prioritize what's important in my life and I'm going to scale back and I'm going to this. And I feel like the minute life goes back to normal, we're going to be a bunch of assholes again. So yeah. just a bunch of assholes, the traffic jams, your boss is going to be an asshole. Clients are going to be an asshole. Not speaking specifically to any of ours, but just in general, mm-hmm. um, just like people are just going to be assholes again. And that gives me anxiety because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't feel like dealing with this. At yeah. least this year, we got to pick and choose what we deal with. And now it's going to be transitioning into like having to deal with all the bullshit. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to leave at that. Yeah. I think too, um, to add to what you're saying is like, even though you feel like you don't have many anxieties around it, me and Denise remember, I think there was about 17 and a half dates that you promised us that you would be okay with hanging out again. (laughs) And I don't think you've actually, you know what you have, you have moved forward, but it was like June 15th guys. That's it. Okay. October 13th guys. That's it. Okay. (laughs) December 11th. That's it. Dan made me feel as if the COVID the, that, that, that they dipped me in the COVID bucket and I got the plague. Yeah. Especially because Denise is from Brampton. We, oh uh, yeah big time but she just started to come around us indoors with a mask that's a very big um thing because you know we are a production so it's essential to have production just not a haircut um and so she's come in she's had her mask off she takes it down puts it by her chin puts it back up so you know what she's getting there but I really um, wonder, like, when there's an actual day where it's like mask off, how she's gonna be? Because I feel like it's like her security blanket. Right <laughs> well, now. you know what? I think I think we're coming into this and we're doing well. Um, you know, we got together yesterday, and obviously, I don't know what yesterday is going to be when people listen to it. But we May twenty ninth, two thousand twenty one. Oh, we went for a lovely bike ride, and we visited. We visited an old man from Pam's neighborhood who was fantastic. Yes, we had wine. We visited an old man. His name we'll is We'll leave Albert. it at that. We, we had wine. We visited grandma. Um, you know, it was it was a great day. It felt semi-normal. We rode bikes. But um, in my case, I don't mean I don't know if Denise has anything. I feel like Denise just lives present. She doesn't really think she's going into a new normal. She's in the normal now. And I'm, that's my it. personality is the type of personality I, I flow through the seasons. So whatever the season is, that's where that's where I take my mind. This is the new normal. So I'm going to be present for it. That's it. I don't question it. Sense. I don't ask it. I just roll with the punches and roll into every season. That's it. Yeah, I think um, for myself, um, 
I think I've already kind of felt the anxiousness. So like there was a time last year where a friend had a baby sprinkle in like the couple short weeks that we had a freedom. And I remember getting in the car, driving to her house and my throat started to feel tight. And it was because I had to leave the house, get somewhere on time, be there, then get back home for something else. And I was like, oh, like this is how I used to live, like 19 obligations to uh, get to for the day. And I felt really grossed out. I felt really grossed out that I had to like, it's not even like the getting dressed to go somewhere. It was remembering all of the events I used to have to go to when I didn't always necessarily want to in the moment. It's kind of like, you know, you send an invitation four weeks prior, you say yes, because you felt like it in the moment. But then the day comes, you might be lazy, tired. And again, you might feel good when you get there, but it's just like you feel obligated because you gave your word. So it's almost like now I just say maybe or I'll let you know uh, or I'll see a lot because it's just too much. Like it's just too much. (laughs) It is too much. It is too much. And I think it's going to go back to right back there again. So I would tell people to um, not lose the hello. Yes. Oh, (laughs) your face has disappeared. Don't lose the enthusiasm that you had at the beginning of COVID where you were excited to reconfigure your life into the prioritization that you that COVID was forcing you to do. Like, keep going. Like, don't keep living as if COVID's happening. I'm saying just like that enthusiasm of like, wow, now I have the freedom to reconfigure how I really want to do things. Like, keep going with that. Yeah. Like, don't feel pressure to conform to like everyone going back to normal. Like, keep it the way it is if it's working for you. What's that um, CBT? What's it called? Something behavioral therapy? Cognitive. Cognitive. Yeah, I think it's COVID behavioral therapy. So like, oh, good one. No, honestly, I'm going to patent that because there's ways that you behaved before COVID. And now there's ways that you can behave after and during. And like for myself, again, I constantly even go through it now. Like, for example, friendships, like you have to analyze friendships, like you go through a day And you can spend like two hours and 38 minutes on your phone. And um, sorry, my sister's jumping in the window in the background. Um, (laughs) You can spend two hours and 38 minutes texting somebody back and forth in a day. And then you realize like they're a friend that's in a category and it's taking up time, time that you could be doing other things, but like, you're just texting back and forth, but it's just like this, like there's just relationships with people that just don't have like the huge amount of substance where it's like, you know, you check for each other, you hang out, you go for walks, this and that, like they're literally like virtual friends. And so many things have become virtual this year. I don't want virtual friends. Like there's enough screen time. I don't want screen time friendships. Like it's just so ridiculous. So like this year also gives you time to categorize those people and save yourself the time. Cause like one message where you're just like, Hey, could turn into 6 PM and it's still going. And you could have read like seven chapters of a book because literally you're in and out of, and you can have seven of those conversations going. 
but like enough with the screen time relationships you know like and that's true that's actually the flip side i think of the of going back to normal like um maybe some people are going to get too comfortable with the anti-socialism and then they're just going to rely on on like the you know the video calls and the voice notes and stuff and so i think it's (laughs) i I think it's important to um also remember the importance of being social a little bit if you can help it because like you're creating memories you're strengthening your bonds with people stuff like that so even if you don't feel like socializing as much try to make little steps or little efforts every now and again i'm not looking forward i'm not looking forward to going back to work in the fall i'm not looking forward to having people knock on my cubicle door i'm not looking forward you don't have a door on your cubicle we have we do we have a door it's like it's not like a door door but it's like the cubicle curves so it, it <laughs> sticks out a little bit more so that it's like they have to come around and stick their head to the side and say hey denise no no susan that's intrusive man <laughs> no, no full Karen. wall no floor to ceiling wall no 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 but don't you think that when you choose your bubble when you choose your bubble, like chose your bubble for your COVID bubble, you made that choice based off of who your like ride or dies are, right? So like you saw the people that you kind of, I mean, couldn't live without the saying, but like you saw the people that are like your lifeline people. So like we saw each other, but like certain acquaintances and stuff, you thought that extra mile because it's just like, well, like, yeah, you're not my bubble. The people in my bubble are like the people that, and again, not need, but you know what I'm saying? Like, those are the people you chose because you chose on purpose. So it's like, don't open up the floodgates again for a bunch of screen time friends and acquaintances and work buddies to come in and then fill your weeks with dinners, movies, drinks after work. Like, yeah. Sometimes I feel like people feel like they need all these groups of friends to make them feel important. Mm-hmm. Right. And if it's because like, you network, whatever, but it's like, how can you possibly find, I love people. Yeah. I love people. Right. But how can you possibly find time to spend with all of them? Like if I see you at the fruit market and we talk for 20 minutes, we have a great combo. I love it. I love yeah. every single part of it. But if you want to schedule a dinner with me, it's like, well, now I got to have a dinner with you, a dinner with her, a dinner with her, a dinner with her, then talk to her on my way to the dinner, talk to that friend on my way back from it. Like, it's too much, you know, like it's it just is. too it's much. But you know what? I was saying this to you on the drive here. <laughs> it's us as human beings that make our lives complicated. You don't have to make your life this complicated by overthinking and saying, well, you know, the dinner with this person, the dinner with that person, the dinner with this person, blah, blah, blah. It's either yes or no. It's either no. You you set your priorities. You put yourself as a priority. You set your boundaries. And if it doesn't align within those boundaries, you use the boundary as the measuring stick. Then, no, I can't go on five dinners. I can only do one. And that's it. I only have the energy for one dinner a week. Like I'm an introvert extrovert. So when we had a full day yesterday, a full fun day yesterday, I knew today, (laughs) I know myself, I need to, to pull it in for the day. Like I knew today 
had to be on a different a different tip for me I can't I used to have like a lot of acquaintances just to keep busy oh something to do somewhere to go whatever and now like I'm tired if you have a good full day Mm -hmm. I'm good the next day (laughs) I'm good like for a couple days yeah it's 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 like mm -mm, like I just I just can't it's it's just too much like I just can't and even like Even like old things, for example, like someone's birthday came and people would get offended if you didn't post a story of them, post them on your Facebook, something for their birthday or like like their post. But like that's not real. I called you like I called you or I text you, you know, like people just get mad at stuff like that. And even that it's like now I think twice, you know, many birthdays passed this year and I was like. I'm not spending 20 minutes to find the right picture, post it, tag you like, no. And then you miss somebody else's birthday. I'm like, oh, my God, you posted her and you didn't post me. I thought we were friends. Is that is this real? This is a real (laughs) thing. I mean, I do like when you post me for my birthday. No, but you know what I mean? Like (laughs) you post who you're post. Yeah. And if you can't post the other person. Like, don't take offense. I was in the mood to post that day. And the other day I wasn't. Maybe I cooked breakfast at 6 a.m. So I had time after. And this day I woke up at 8 and I couldn't. Yeah. Like, bug off. You know? Bug bug off. off. Bug off. But yeah. Though the senior says. (laughs) Are you going to... I want to know, Danielle, how are you going to transition when everything opens up back into dating? Um, <laughs> um if I'm second dose vaccinated mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know we've been open up for a while, I won't be as freaked out because by then we'll kind of gauge if everything's kind of okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I did tell Denise the story yesterday. I'll just say it quickly. So I had a moment of weakness last week where I was like okay, I'm first dose. Maybe if I wear a mask, I could see someone that I know quickly, as long as we don't face each other with a mask on. Mm-hmm. And then I panic. Each other, like, I'm, get intimate, but don't do it face to face. I didn't know. I just knew. <laughs> I just knew that it's getting down to the wire for me now. So um, anyway, the moment, like, literally lasted for five minutes because I thought of, like... Like the, it was like literally a split second moment. Anyway, the person called me and I'm like, you know what? You have to get vaccinated first. So they're like, well, I wasn't planning on it, but fine. So they went and booked a vaccine, got the first dose, called me after. And I was like, no, I'm not comfortable. <laughs> and so <laughs> um, I don't think I'm going to be comfortable till the second dose. Do you think there's going to be vaccinating dating sites like you can only join this this vaccine website it's on bumble already so i'm back on bumble and people will be like fully vaxxed or second dose vaxxed or first like people are putting it now so i'm comfortable to do distance walk like i'm comfortable to go on dates now distance outside i'm just not comfortable with the intimacy of dating till at least the fall I mean, but I'll go on walks and picnics over the summer. I just don't think I'll be bumping boots until September, October. (laughs) Did you just say bumping boots? (laughs) 
I think actually we have a whole shit show ahead that we don't know. Like they'll be like vaccinated dog walking parks, non-vaccinated. Yeah. Oh, like- sorry, this bus is full. If you're not vaccinated, <laughs> you get on the next one. So this is like going back to segregation. Yeah. But I always tell people the world, the world turns. So like whatever happened in the past, the world is like a revolving door. Yeah. It just turns and things from the past come back into the present. Yeah, like I I think there's going to be a lot of weird stuff like vaccine change rooms. You can't go in the change room if you're not vaccinated, like dentists that take you if you're vaccinated versus not. maybe you have to pay a higher fee if you're not vaccinated, maybe like grocery stores. Your OHIP, your OHIP card is going to definitely have yeah. like a, mm-hmm. a barcode or something that indicates that they better be sure this vaccine works, eh? because if they're going to let the herd out after getting the jab and then <laughs> I was thinking too, like not know like if we're going to be super spreaders after I was thinking to myself after I had gotten the first jab I was going to think nah I'll wait for everybody else to get it and I'll probably not get the second <laughs> yeah like I, I probably mean, won't get the second we could be you're fully vaccinated Denise is one vax and I'm zero and hey we can just make our own experiment from there and see we'll see but yeah, I just don't think that um, I don't think I think things are going to be a bit weird for a while. Um, and that's it. Like, I have no idea. But what are some takeaways? Like, what are some takeaways from this from this year and a half that you could walk away with? Like, I'll start. <laughs> Danielle. Can you, you hear know? me? Yes, we can hear you now. <laughs> Sorry, oh, she had a mic malfunction and we we're trying to like hide it and stuff. But honestly, when you're on Zoom and you're watching her and her face reactions, it's hilarious. The takeaway- I would say don't be irresponsible. Going back to the new normal, still be like respectable to other people. Don't be irresponsible. But also, um. I would say stay humble. Stay humble. (laughs) Stay humble. Keep your um, all of your COVID learnings. I actually said I was going to get these T-shirts made. What if I say it and people make it? Then don't say it. I'm not going to say it, but what? Basically, yeah. Like if you if you can't come out of this brighter on the other side with a humble spirit. You know, just like learning those lessons. I just think like you're just dumb. Yeah, because you know what? Honestly, you have to really look at this really, really and truly. You have to come out of this humble because some like you have to. We made it. Mm-hmm. So we made it. Some people did not make it. Yeah. Like this. And you know what? This is, again, like um, history repeating itself. So in the next couple decades, we're going to see this happen again. But this is going down in the history books. Like, we made it, guys. Yeah. Our staff do you want to have, like, do you want to have, like, a huge party with, like, 100 people? Because we made it? No. <laughs> and this is, you know what? And this is what I'm saying, people. Still be responsible and respectable. Don't follow Denise's lead. Whatever you do. Um, no, and I, and, like, like, don't, don't give up on your dreams. Like, you know how it was, like, YOLO. Oh, I'm really going to live my life now when things get better. Like, keep, like, do that then. Like, this should be the lesson learned. Do all the things that you want to do. Yeah. You and- never know when a virus is going to lick you. 
For those lick. that don't know what lick means, lick means like come, get you. come and Hit, get yeah. you. Yep. In patois. <laughs> Jamaican patois. Um, so we're going to uh, give you a little bit of an assignment because in the next coming weeks, we're going to have like a series. So you have to pay attention to all of the podcasts, but it's going to be about um, a book study that we did with Holly Furtick called Building Friendships That Fit. Oh, and oh, okay, it, great. it's going to be <laughs> really, Danielle doesn't know that because she didn't listen to the voice notes in our group chat, but um, it's going to be like really based off of your friends, analyzing friendships, the boundaries that you have, how to nourish and like contribute more to other ones, how to scale back a little bit and keep your energy focused on things that are like serving and you're serving to as well. Um, but our homework for this one is to get a piece of paper and literally write down your top three gains from this last lockdown of life COVID from March 2000. And oh my God, was it 2019? I think it was 20. 2020. Feels so long. Um, and then just write yeah. down three major takeaways that you have from this whole pandemic lockdown, like three things, whether it's three major things you learned about yourself, three like breakthroughs that you had in your life. Just write those three things. And then from those three things, write another list of three things of what you're going to do to make sure that those things stay active. In what about life? the three people who got on your damn nerve during the past year? Why not? <laughs> Why not letting them? No, if you want to do that, I'm you can. But let's keep it positive. But yeah, just write <laughs> down those three things. And from those things, just make notes on how you can make sure to stay present and keep those things going. And hey, if you want to message us um, on Instagram at Sheer Therapy or info at sheertherapy.co and share that with us. Share it. We'd love to hear from you guys, see what you're doing. And um, yeah, I think it would be great just to keep us like the momentum going, you know? But yep. um, until then, we will see you next week. We hope that you enjoyed the snowstorm last week and we look forward to shun shun wow, sunshine and sunny days ahead sunshine lollipops and birds and <laughs> that's denise with her choir voice again from childhood <laughs> but um yeah until then get that paper out make a cup of tea this evening and write it out and share it with us but until then see you next time bye 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 Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Hot Seat, a Sheer Therapy podcast. We hope you enjoyed yourself and can't wait to be with you again next week. If you've taken anything away from this today, it's to live, love, forgive, have faith, and always have a glass of wine and your girls. We can't wait to be with you all again next week. See you soon.